0: A pharmacy View Podcast where we provide regular interviews with pharmacists and key people within the Australian pharmacy and associated industry. In this stream of podcast episodes, we discussed aspects of technology or business operation and how each area interacts with guests' current role or pharmacy-related business. I'm your host Scott Carpenter and my guest today is proudly brought to you by Shopfront Solutions for all your digital shelf and marketing needs part of the Arian Technologies Group. My guest today is Sarah Rendell, Head of Marketing and Communications at Peak Strategies. Welcome, Sarah.
1: Hello. Thanks, Scott, for having me.
0: That is my pleasure. Now, we've never met, but we have connected through the wonders of technology, and I look forward to one day uh, actually catching up with you in person. (laughs) Many of our listeners may know you from the work that you do with Peak Strategies, but for anyone who doesn't know you that is listening today, who is Sarah Rendell?
1: Who is Sarah Rendell? Um, Well, I'm a first time mom. I had a baby boy earlier this year. So that, of course I had to mention that what two seconds into the podcast. So very proud of my little man, Harry. Um, I'm a lover of all things, social media. uh, One of my biggest claims to fame when I talk to anyone is how I planned my whole wedding just using Instagram for research. Um, Outside of work, I'm a big reader and I just love to just spend as much time as possible with the fam and yeah that's like a quick nutshell about me (laughs) and I love to chat and that's fine (laughs) (laughs) and
0: and that's great and look one of the things I look forward to in our chat today is talking um, to you about the use of social media from Mm. a business perspective Um, and both well the challenges around delivering that in a, in a business perspective but for now you're part of the peak strategies um, business so talk to us a bit about peak strategies again some people will know this particularly in the western Australian market yeah um, I yes. certainly am aware of it through through my interactions within the pharmacy industry and people that you're involved with but for anyone again listening today who is peak strategies and what do you do in the pharmacy
1: market so Peak Strategies, um, it's led by our director, John Bournette. So he, we've been in the pharmacy industry for 10 plus years, even longer. He's been in the industry for even longer, but Peak itself has been over 10 years old. And um, we started off as an accounting firm, so offering pharmacy valuations and pretty much the whole accounting suite for pharmacy so um, we realised how much um, impact we could have within just working within pharmacy and that is why we're very pharmacized. And since I've come on board over five years, actually, no, six years um, ago, we have actually involved our service offering to include a lot of consulting. So I like to say, yes, we are an accounting firm, but we're actually more a business consulting firm now and we offer marketing consulting. We offer um business and financial consulting as well as the typical bookkeeping, pharmacy valuations and tax and compliance. So um, we yeah, are based in Perth, but we um, service pharmacies all across Australia um, for a variety of reasons. Um, and my biggest claim to fame and what I'm most passionate about um, within Peak Strategies and what we do is just helping um Mums and dads, aunties, uncles, these these pharmacy owners um, have a meaningful business that they're passionate about and that they're seeing results from. So whether that be the financial accounting and bookkeeping side of things or the marketing. So, yeah, that's peak. Yeah, <laughs> it's my family, peak family.
0: That's it. And, again, I'll make sure, as I always do, include in the um, the show notes attached to this podcast all of your contact points from yes. both the website through to LinkedIn, through the personal contacts. So it's more a case of... You've been within the pharmacy industry for some point in time. Mm -hmm. You're reasonably well known for, for quite a few accounts. And if I could suggest is that in terms of giving financial guidance and advice and potentially business planning, as I've discovered over many, many years, is it gets to this point where in time where you've got to promote your business. And so Peak Strategies have engaged yourself and your services to actually help their um, financial account holders with that side of the business? Is is that what I'm hearing?
1: Yeah, so initially I came on to help with the internal part of Peak, um, the internal marketing, so us pushing because we were really focusing on the niche of pharmacy. And as a result, um, it's evolved to now taking my skill set and helping our clients as well. So it's become a fully fledged service where I work in really closely with our CA's, so our chartered accountants. And so they work on the business and the financial and all the numbers stuff, which is not my jam. I work on the marketing and comms. And relationship building with their target audiences from that perspective yeah.
0: and look um i'm potentially coming towards the end of what has been a really good career in pharmacy and i've enjoyed every minute of it so i've seen huge transitions towards the technology space i've had the opportunity in the last potentially 10 years to work with some really good marketing people Mm -hmm. With a couple of different brands that have um, coached, trained, and even mentored me potentially without them realizing, you know, about transitioning to this new world. So if there's anyone listening today that's kind of really struggling from, hey, I used to, you know, put an ad in the local paper, which actually doesn't exist anymore. I kind of know that I've got to be in this social media space, but it's a bit confusing for me. Uh, it's been great for me, I guess, to work with people from that perspective, but I, I guess talk to us a bit about what it is that you do, what you've been trained and, and learned about, and I guess give, us, give our listeners some guidance about some of the things that they should be looking for. Look, ultimately, potentially to pick up the phone or, or, or send you an, in, an email <clears throat> through the business to say, hey, I think I need your help. So you may actually get inundated with work that you might not have been looking for, but <laughs> alternatively, if if – it's not so much, you know, contacting you. How does someone go about finding someone like you um, in their area?
1: Yes, yeah, so essentially we do, we work with pretty much helping people build a digital strategy as well as like, actually scratch that, just an overall marketing plan. So digital um, is just one channel that you use. But to have a successful pharmacy, you still have to have those traditional um traditional forms of marketing, but then you also need the digital channels as well. So we work with, with creating an all-encompassing plan. So the best thing is that I can recommend um, for your marketing is to have consultants help you and guide you, but also you have a hands-on um, overseeing of what is going on because you're going to know the most about your your customers and your patients that are entering your pharmacy. And not only that is your all of your marketing strategy needs to impact and be Uh, very similar to what you're already doing at a store level. And that is because of patient and customer experience. So what you're marketing is pretty much what you're doing because you, you could have a beautiful website and a beautiful social media page, but then when they walk into the pharmacy, the actual experience is completely different. So um, when I, when I engage or speak to a new potential client or someone that's interested to look into their marketing, I really, Um, need to understand the nuts and bolts of their pharmacy and let them know that this is going to be a collective and a collaborative type of um, mission and also it's a lot more simplified than you actually think because you're already marketing day in day out working when you're in the pharmacy because you know it's customer service just in a different way in a digital space or um, outside the four walls of your pharmacy so pretty much what I think marketing is is driving to um, traffic from outside those four walls, wall, four walls. No longer can we put up a um, open sign and just expect traffic to come in. Let's think of ways to showcase why you are the pharmacist for them to come visit. So um, I kind of answered your question. I also went on a tangent. But the biggest thing is when you're looking to, <laughs> to engage with um, marketing, you need someone that understands the industry and understands business to consumer marketing. So that means that working with a business, talking to customers, not business to business. And secondly, you need to be, understand that this is not something that you can handball off to an agency and expect results, that it is always going to be a hands on job for yourself, but you just, you hire, people to help you with the stuff that you have gaps in your knowledge
0: oh, Yeah, and you know it's interesting I just jotted down a couple of notes as you were yes. talking there because I think there was a couple of key points in that and sometimes as business owners we fall into these traps we're so busy doing and particularly pharmacists yes. your specialization is healthcare, not necessarily business management or marketing which is exactly. why you engage the services of a peak strategy yes. but what I heard you say was that don't go and find someone to create a marketing program for you, Mm-mm. engage a partner to work with you to create the marketing program for your business. That's what I think yes. I heard you say. Yeah, is that correct? That
1: is exactly what what you um summarize that perfectly. So we have this mentality at Peak is when you join with us, you're a part of our Peak family, and that is because it's a two way communication. And you need to collaborate. It's not some something that someone can go and do for you. You're you're the person that knows your customers and your business the best. And also with pharmacy, it's such a broad, like there is so much you can do. So you really need to make sure that the strategy that they're coming up with aligns with number one, what your customers are wanting and what they see value in. And number two, what you're passionate about. So Um, you would hate for an agency to go and spend a lot of money on creating this marketing strategy but then they're pushing a service that you do not see um, is in your kind of like your wheelhouse or something that you want to focus on. So it's really important that um, you kind of sit there and brainstorm and bounce ideas and they're kind of the implementers for you or will train your staff as well. Um, That's definitely how I see it working best.
0: Yes. So again, another little tangent in that same arena might be don't go and find someone to run your social media programs for your pharmacy that actually doesn't understand what it is your pharmacy does because yes. it's, it's easy to post on social media. Yes. But it could actually be quite dangerous to have someone do that and post something up that might actually Break a state or federal law, of course. potentially. Yeah,
1: definitely.
0: Might actually um, might actually promote something, as you said, within your business that when a customer then comes in, you actually haven't got, mm-hmm. which you know is is not a great outcome. Yeah. And and or thirdly, put out a message about the team that actually, again, necessarily can't be delivered on a particular day. So mm-hmm. so I think there's some really good links, and, and we're going to come around to you know, the use of technology in this whole arena. But I think it was just really important as you started this conversation to understand that digital marketing is only a component. It's not the only thing that you've got to do. It's got to be a marketing plan, as I understand it, all the way from what the front of your shop pharmacy looks like Mm -hmm. to how your team uh, are trained, how your team potentially addressed and portrayed yes what signage is in your pharmacy um, yes. and and I'll give you a, quite a good example of it if I can um obviously uh, pharmacy view is part of a technology company that deals in digital technology including digital signage and my pharmacy uh, who I follow on you know the social media Instagram and Facebook pages uh, I went in to pick up my script one day and I said exactly what you were talking about before. I said, hey, I saw this on your Instagram, but I actually can't find it here in your pharmacy. And the response I kind of got was that, oh, you yeah, know, we we can get that for you or well, we do do that. And I said, well, again, you know, you can hate me for saying this, but why put something out there in social media that isn't replicated while I'm here waiting for my script. And so what we ended up doing was putting some digital screens in above the dispensary that actually replicated what was on their social media. So you're telling me about it on my smartphone, you're telling me about it when I'm um, I'm, uh, scrolling through Facebook, but more importantly now is that while I'm standing there waiting those couple of minutes for my script, you're reinforcing it to me. So again, it might actually prompt me to do something about it. And and I think that was the important message here from the, the social media point of view, It's got to be all-encompassing, not just a a part of it, correct?
1: Yes, definitely. And you made a really good valid point about your team. Your team, um, if you're going to take away anything from this chat today, your team is your number one marketing asset, and that is because they're the ones that build the relationship with your patients and customers. So you need to ensure that they're um, not only, you know, on the social media in a photo, they're engaged in whatever marketing strategy, you know, marketing inc- includes events, webinars, whatever type of strategy that you have in place or what channel you're using for your pharmacy's marketing plan, it needs to be in alignment with your team and you need to have them on board. And I, once you start having a brainstorm with your team, they would have so many uh, ideas as well because they're the ones, you know, the retail managers are the ones that are ordering in the stock, the pharmacists are the ones that are doing this, you know, the services, Um, day in, day out, you know, helping Mrs. Smith, you know, with her meds um, reviews and all of these different types of things. So it's really important that your team is engaged with whatever you do, both digital and traditional, any marketing.
0: From from that perspective. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, and and again, obviously this is why Peak Strategies have employed you or brought you on as part of the family. (laughs) uh, Is the right term I should be using here. (laughs) Yes, it is. Uh, and John and the team were giving financial guidance and advice, this became part of the business plan growing and, and moving forward. And even through what I call now the unprecedented years, Digital communication became even more important because there was two year period, well maybe not quite in Western Australia, but certainly here on the Eastern Seaboard, where it was very difficult to get out of your house, and so you became very reliant on digital communications. And that's, where I guess, let's chat about that because you look after marketing and communications. Mm-hmm. So, what's your guidance and advice, and um, you know, to to pharmacy industry owners, you know, listening to us today around what's the best way to take this marketing plan and communicate it? Is is there traps? for young players? Is there things that work well? You know, again, without giving away all of your trade secrets because ultimately you want someone to kind of ring you up and say, hey, can you help me? (laughs) But, But what would they look for?
1: so okay so where to be in. so digital communication it's it's just so important all buying most purchasing decisions now are made before somebody steps foot into your pharmacy let's just pick on myself um my baby has nappy rash I'm already making the decision at home that like, okay, I need to jump into the pharmacy and go get my you know go pick up some cream for him in that time I might have googled something and say my local pharmacy wrote a blog about how to treat nappy rash and it comes up on digital okay I'm going to that pharmacy even even if it was a suburb over, over, I'd be willing to go there because I have trust, because I know what they're talking about when it comes to nappy Rash. So it's really, really important to have some form of digital presence, uh, whether that be a social media channel, email marketing, Google, having a website. Um, and this is also another layer of that is having a local marketing strategy. So there is a. A banner groups are amazing and they're exceptional. And I and I always say, I mean, from a marketing perspective, you they are your supporting act band, and you're the headliner because you need to build the relationships with your your target audience, so the people in your local area or the audience that are being looked after by you. So it's really important that you have a local strategy and think of a di- at least two channels from a digital perspective. That you are going to focus on. You don't need to be on every single channel. That's just, you know, time is money. (laughs) But think of two channels and really think of my thing is think of two channels, but also think of the channel that is going to reach your target audience. So your customers the best. So whether that be Instagram or Facebook or email marketing or having a website, being on a Facebook group, LinkedIn, if you're a um, CBD, like in the city district for pharmacy. So really, like that would be my biggest. Place to start is think of two digital channels, and then create a content calendar um, of how you're going to consistently communicate with them. At least this is um, my trade secret: at least three times a week. Um, yes, on the, on the
0: yeah. so, so Can we just chat a little bit about that? Because again, some a couple of things popped to mind. Then um, customising your marketing and communication to your local audience is really important. It's so what important. I think I heard.
1: So important.
0: And uh, I, I know this is going to digress a little bit, but I have a little incidents here at home. I decided um, a couple of years ago to uh, have a garage sale because yeah. it was, you know, empty nesters now and I've just got to get rid of a whole of the, the boys old stuff and get it out. And, you know, I donated some stuff to the local charity, but I thought, oh, let's, let's, let's run a garage sale. Now, unbeknownst to me, at the same time, another customer, so another uh, neighbor uh, ran a um, garage sale on the same day. I went with the digital strategy because, you know, I've I've progressed, you know, I, I understand that. So, you know, the local Facebook groups, et cetera, et cetera, um, I found out during the day because a whole lot of people were pulling up at my garage sale on my front door, okay, this is retail, mm-hmm. and they were saying, oh, you advertised such and such and such and such. And I said, no, that wasn't me. Where did you see the ad? And they said, oh, it was in the local paper. And it was quite interesting because I think between the two of us, I'm sure I had more people pull up to my garage sale that saw the local paper garage sale ad than my digital strategy. But then I'm in a probably a semi rural, probably a lot older people that yeah. still read the paper and the fact that we still get the paper. But I think it was a good example as to what you're saying then. It's, is that. You don't have to be in every medium, but it's actually really important to be in the right medium, yes.
1: isn't it? Oh, so important, so really selecting, because essentially, as we know, the pharmacy can get busy between doing rosters, stock ordering, you know, definitely at the moment, staff calling in sick. You really like when you're taking time away from the um, working um, on the business, not in the business, it needs to be meaningful. So I would never say just be on the channel for being a for being on the channel, for the sake of being on it. You need to make sure that you are reaching your desired audience with whatever channel you choose. Yeah,
0: Yeah. and and potentially if your location still has a local community paper, don't not consider that because there would be a... A target audience, potentially the older generation, of the baby course. boomers, et cetera, that potentially still sit there and flick through the local paper when oh, it comes in?
1: Yeah, definitely. And I've worked with clients where, you know, we have a mixed um, audience of, say, young families, but then we also have, you know, retirees and senior population and we use the channels of, you know, community groups and things like looking at the local RSL club and working on a, like, communications plan for that, but then also folk jumping on Facebook and doing consistent posts. So really tailoring your plan to add value to your audience and for them to reach you.
0: Yeah. So if, if you were building a marketing plan with a pharmacy, how how far out ahead would you be talking in terms of plans and actions?
1: Um, I would do it every. I do a twelve month plan. Yep. Um, marketing is a slow burn. You need and you, marketing thrives off consistency. So not doing one um, ad in the local paper or posting like one reel on Instagram is going to get instant traffic. You need to build that reputation. Um, reputation. Um, the, For example, it takes 10 touch points to recognize a brand. So when you're thinking about that, yeah, you need at least 12 months uh, before you will start seeing tangible results. But once you do, yeah it it's well worth it but definitely 12 months you've got to put that level of consistency in
0: in and and so in effect if you were looking from a business planning perspective someone might be currently operating the if we talk financial year yeah. the FY23 marketing plan But you would be coming now, coming up to Christmas, you would be starting to talk to them about building next year's FY24 marketing plan because you don't want to get to July and all of a sudden, sorry, June and say, okay, what are we doing in July? You would really be starting to talk about that now. That's what I would understand.
1: Yes. And um, we have a a short course that any of our clients, when onboarding for marketing, we get them on just so they're, you know, for the people that are a little, because it is nerve wracking if you haven't been engaged in marketing, like you said before, Scott, like it's not something that's, you know, taught at uni when you are doing your pharmacy degree. So we have this short course, three month course, where you kind of, it helps you with the steps of creating your marketing plan. So then when we go and you have these consulting sessions with us, we already kind of got a, like a bit of brainstorming ideas and then now we can really help you with the implementation so yeah starting that now um i know that we're just entering christmas which is a bit busy but january does seem to slow down within the um pharmacy that's when i'd be like jumping on doing that short course and then getting ready for the yeah the new financial year but you can start as well at the same mm-hmm. time
0: time yeah and uh, you mentioned there before about the, the the value and benefit of being part of the groups um yeah. uh, do, I guess depending on the pharmacy, you know, group, uh, banners and groups provide a, a level of consistency around marketing and advertising, but do you also work with the pharmacy then that they should have their own localized one as well?
1: Yep. So always utilize the tools that your banner group gives you in terms of marketing. So they demo, sometimes have like social images, they have some really great around service offering and all of that. And a lot of it's on the cloud back end, you can sign and grab that utilize that and pick up the phone and speak to your marketing team. They would have so many ideas, but yes, you need a localized plan because you need to promote, like I said before, your team is your number one asset. We want them to go to your pharmacy. So we want them to step and put to your pharmacy. Um, You will get, and you've also got that trust from your banner group from the branding that they've done from some customers, but you want them to be coming to see Sarah, the pharmacist or, you know, Sarah's team. Um, so, yes, definitely a localised plan, and that's where you can use digital communications in particular, especially social media, to build that local identity for yourself.
0: Yeah, and, and if I can then, that I think you know, leads nicely into the next level, if... You, You've engaged Sarah, you've um, built a marketing plan or you're currently operating the current marketing plan. You're you're looking or discussing building next year's marketing plan. You've got your communication. So you've got your key um, focus points. This is what our pharmacy does really, really well. This is what we want to actually um, communicate over the marketplace. And we now get into the next level, and that is that you know, your age demographics, and, and even me, you know, I, I'm sitting here on a laptop today, but this is probably, you know, one of the rare times that I use a laptop because I've transitioned now to a smartphone. So, yeah. um, from a, a pharmacy owner management team perspective, you've not only got to build the marketing plan, you've not only got to understand which channels to go to, but you've actually then got to tailor your message to where your audience is. Now, again, mm-hmm. um, is that the computer these days is it the tablet ipad is it the smartphone and it's not necessarily age specific anymore because my you know my 93 year old father um is probably just as good at using a smartphone as as myself and and his grandchildren these days so so what's your advice around that arena
1: oh everything everything's um mobile like has to be mobile responsive so your smartphones uh, and that's the beauty of social media is your tailoring um, majority of that is all of it is designed for smartphones. So, and you're completely right. Like um, my grandma-in-law to so my husband's grandma, she does her internet banking and sends all our birthday money by there. Now It's and she's so I'm onto sure it. Oh, my watch just went off. But yes, yeah, so it's definitely um, very Important to make sure anything you do is mobile responsive and especially your website as well. If you are going to invest the money into your website you need to make sure that it's looking good when you look at it on your phone, probably more than when you look at it, look at it on a computer. I think because pharmacists are in front of a computer a lot of the day, it is quite um, quite it makes sense for you to make sure that everything looks good on the computer. but if you're looking at like you know the general public majority is all smartphones. And iPad as well. Yeah,
0: iPad's a big one. Kind of, yeah. yeah, and and look I, again. Um, be interested in your take on this. So I've you know we've had a extra long weekend here in Victoria with of Melbourne with the um, Melbourne Cup on the yeah. Tuesday, and everyone takes the Monday off. And so um, the weather here wasn't great, but a few of us you know managed to get away. It was it was you know too wet to cook. It was too wet to kind of get outdoors. But we decided to go to the pub. So more often than not. If I was looking for something, you know, I would either ask Google where's the best place to eat nearby, or I would actually go on to to Facebook and say, you know, type in the location and, and see what comes up. And I have to admit that it's probably the first time that I re- realised. But but again, I, you know, I'm my head's in the technology space, so I guess I'm I'm already a convert to a point. But how important it is these days that the Facebook page is actually up to date. So Instagram's a messenger service, not a business page, whereas Facebook's very much more a a, a page. So I was actually able to go and say, so where are you located? How do I get there? What are your trading hours? What's your contact point? Um, If it was a a pub bistro, for example, um, can I actually have a look at your menu before I get there? Now, I'm talking a pub here, but the reality is that there's some really, really good pharmacy Facebook pages, business pages out there as well. So, again, just another level of complexity and we're possibly in this conversation got some pharmacists listening saying how do I do all of this well again apart from ringing Sarah Mm -hmm. um you know you you utilize your team as such don't you so firstly how important is it to make sure your Facebook page is correct secondly you can't do all of this on your own so how does your team become involved in this yeah
1: so firstly um yes definitely if you're going to be on any channel you have to make sure you have consistency. And when I say consistency, this is on a weekly basis. So I know that's already raising some alarm bells for people in terms of time, which falls nicely into getting your team engaged. There is, like anything, you can, there's, you know, if we create, if you organize and create systems, You can create expectations for your team to get involved with content creation. So, of course, as the owner, you need to oversee the marketing plan and have your finger on the pulse knowing what's going out. However, you don't have to be the one implementing. And that's where you would get someone to help you consult your team and train them. So, when I was talking earlier before about that marketing module that we do, that's also we... Nine times out of ten, we encourage the manager to sit and work with a team member on creating, um, completing that because that includes how to do certain things. And then so then the team gets involved in the content creation. And also the beauty of social media and technology is there's so many scheduling um, platforms that you can use now so where you can pre-plan so you can say to your team member, okay, you have to two hours in the month or three hours in the month to create the content and then get it scheduled out for the month. So you can book it in for, you know, Monday, Wednesday and Friday or whatever you choose to do. The only time on a daily basis is someone monitoring just to make sure if there's any comments that come through, because that's a big thing. If anyone's communicating back um, and also any negative Um, things like that that just needs to be uh, monitored and also social media there is that level of engagement so that can be a 15 minute a day Um, so yeah definitely your team needs to get involved but the thing is with your team is they need to first be allocated as a part of their roster and their time management that they're given time to work on their social media um, or your digital strategies it's not necessarily an afterthought so given that time within their workflow, and secondly, make sure that they have been trained adequately um, on policies, procedures, how to do it, and it's aligned with your communications plan. So that is something that all, once again, comes back to this beautiful document that is the marketing plan. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: and, and, it does, and I think that's the, the key message that comes out of this is that, you know, we're talking here about technology platforms, we're talking here about um, digital communication platforms for your customers, current and... And future, and you're not always going to get it right, but you've got to make sure that it's consistent. And I think uh, if I if I give the example I use is that yeah, you know, this particular podcast um, I market across a couple of different digital platforms, and I've got it down to the point where um, I've got a uh, a basic template which is a a picture or a short vid with a caption line with a with a you know a single paragraph comment, and if you want to know more. Um, here's the link to, or here's where you find the link to. So again, it's, and I, I can replicate that across three or four different platforms. I'm not creating three or four different messages. I'm just making sure that what I've got, when it goes on those three or four different platforms, I then go and check it on my smartphone, I go and check it on my iPad, I go and check it on a computer, because you want to make sure that it actually looks the way you want your audience to, to see it. So that's just as important. So so again, we've raised it to another level of technology. Now, pharmacist life, I think, and Teams was hard enough as is, and we've actually just raised it a little bit more because it's a new age.
1: Yeah, and the beauty of, um, some programs that we have some software available with it they help you with making sure that it's so when you create for example if you want to do a post you can post it to multiple different mediums and then once you're when you're in their scheduling excellent you can then tweak it to make sure that it's suitable for LinkedIn it's suitable for Instagram whatever channel that you're choosing to do you can tweak it accordingly and then within Facebook you know it's not just a post there's a video if you want to do a reel and that's the same with Instagram so the scheduling software that's available and that's just constantly evolving um, daily because you know social media is so powerful and you know the introduction of video with TikTok we haven't haven't even brought up TikTok yet but video like all those types of things scheduling software there is a lot of automation which will help with your day-to-day management of your marketing it's just knowing how to do it and getting you know the right content and system in place but when you've got once you've got the system it just becomes a part of your you know your routine within the pharmacy for your team. And a part of their roles and
0: responsibilities. Yeah. Yeah. And and to a point from a business owner's perspective, you know, don't do this almost at your own peril because if you're not keeping up with the latest communications with your customers, if you're not putting your message out there, then you could pretty much rest assured that someone else is. And and even if you're a pharmacy business in a remote community, don't think that your customers don't have access to pharmacy products outside of your town because they absolutely do. And and most customers will try and shop locally as much as they can. Um but but if you're not telling them that you can do this and when I search for the you know nappy rash and a mainstream pharmacy group Um, ad comes up then and and I can order that online and I can have it delivered in a couple of days, then, you know, it's it's at your own peril that you actually haven't at least got your own messaging out there, isn't it?
1: Yeah, definitely. Take control of the traffic into your pharmacy. Like, be bold. You guys are, like, one of the most trusted professions, like, within, I'm not sure exactly where, I know you're up there with um with doctors and just, yeah, utilize that reputation and stuff. Don't be afraid to communicate how you add value to your customers. Uh, definitely, even now being within the industry and just simple things of, when I'm um, getting your flu jab, so many of, of people that I know are still making appointments to, you know, and booking well in advance to go and they don't, um, to their doctors when they don't even know their local pharmacy does it and you can do it straight away and go in that day within that hour. So I just think, you know, utilize it and it's, you should always be two steps ahead with that type of thing. And once, yeah, I just think it's really, really important to keep up. And also just as the market evolves, you know, with the big box discounters and everything, you know, Amazon stuff coming in, you really. You have to be, a, you cannot rely on solely people stepping like walking in, stumbling across your pharmacy and walking in use digital comps to your advantage.
0: Yeah. Now, Sarah, I did say prior to starting our episode today that you, you weren't going to realise how quickly 30 minutes was going to go and we've done it. <laughs> but yep. before we wrap up, is there anything on your list that we haven't discussed or covered off?
1: No, I think the biggest thing is um, the takeaway from you guys is how to get your team involved in your marketing. And working on your marketing plan, that includes both digital and also traditional marketing. And if you need any guidance, um, I it's not just me now at, within our marketing team. We've also got the lovely Renee, who is so amazing, especially in the social media space and the creative. So if you're thinking, okay, content, like I have no idea what to do. She is a gun. She's amazing. So between the two of us, you've got um, the double whammy of us, but then also the ability to work with our team of accountants where, you know, ultimately our whole goal for marketing for us is increasing your customer and script numbers, which ties in well with our KPI reporting on the other side of Peak. So that's my elevator pitch. Uh, <laughs> um, right, you said so. <laughs> you have You have the, um, we'll have my details in the show notes, but yeah, jump onto our website and reach out to us. We'll be happy to talk to you.
0: Uh, excellent. Sarah, that's been great to chat today. Um, for our first time to have a chat, I've really enjoyed that. And, uh, oh, thank you. I, think, I enjoyed it uh, too. <laughs> in, the of, in the scheme of things, um, I won't be surprised if you uh, and your and Peak Strategies don't get a little bit of uh, contact from, uh, from pharmacy businesses about how you can help them. So thanks for your time today.
1: Oh, thanks, Scott. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you for listening today. Pharmacy View is a technology-focused podcast provided by Melbourne-based business, Arian Technologies and Shopfront Solutions. Over the podcast series, our guests include pharmacists, retail managers, wholesalers, suppliers and industry technology partners. If you would like further information on our podcast series or to participate in one of our episodes, feel free to send me a message or touch base through the Pharmacy View website, pharmacyview.com.au.